Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings, and welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. I am your host, Monica Lee, as if y'all didn't know that already by the sound of my twang and my voice. I hope everybody's having an amazing hump day, an amazing week. Despite all the tragedy that's going on in this world, it really saddens me and God bless us all. So today, boys and girls, (laughs) we are talking about fetishes and turn-ons. And yeah, I made the title, Ice Cream, Chocolate, and Jelly. Say what? Fetishes, yes, please. Because, you know, people think about fetishes and, and they think about automatically that it has to be like 50 shades of gray, you know, like the whole whips and chains and flogging and, and, and their, <clears throat> their mind goes to just that whole aspect of bondage as if that's the only fetish in this world. You know, a fetish is something you know, there's fetishes, there's turn-ons, and a lot of people are afraid to even say that word, fetish, because, again, they think, ooh, that's something that I don't need to be dealing with. That's for the weird people. How many of you people out there get turned on by a little nibble here and a little nibble there? Mm-hmm. How many of you get turned on by, because I know I do, I'm not even going to lie, I totally get turned on by, <laughs> you know, a little nibble, a little nibble here, a little nibble there will do you, and <laughs> and so, um, yeah, especially on my neck, if you're going to bite my neck, that's it, I'm done, that's like instant orgasm right there, and is that a fetish? No, it's a huge fucking turn on is what it, what it is. So a lot of people get it just confused. They get it twisted when they say, oh, well, I have a turn-on or I don't have any turn-ons. That's a fetish. No, it's not. So I have a very special guest with me in-house tonight, and we're going to talk about the differences between fetishes and turn-ons, and I have some questions that listeners have sent me, so I want to address those real quick, but first I want to say hello to my guest. Hey, Jonathan, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming. I haven't come yet. Yet. That's the key word. (laughs) (laughs) So, I took a picture before, and I did a little live video 
because I was, you know, been doing doing these little teasers all day about things that turn me on. And I did a show this morning, a call in on um, the Morning Mayhem show, and I said, you know, I'm going to be even bold and maybe divulge some information about what my turn ons are. So I'm going to go ahead and just get that out in the open. You know, so I took this picture and I was posting, I even mentioned in the little video about, I'm giving y'all a clue. Well, there's something about, dare I even tell y'all, there's something about red lipstick when you're giving a blowjob all over the man's loved one. Mm -hmm. I like. (laughs) I like, that's a huge, is it a fetish? No, because usually a fetish is something that you have to have in order to get off. But it's a huge turn on for me to see his loved one streaked with whore red lipstick. You know, they say a good man should uh, smear your lipstick and not your mascara. I agree. Yes, please. What do you think about that? Oh, I think beautiful mascara. <laughs> Lipstick rainbow all over the place. I know, I know. I like it. <laughs> so let me get to these questions, and I'm going to ask you about um, your turn-ons and your fetishes. So I had a listener that you know he's been listening since day one, and thank you very much. I am so thrilled that I actually have a fan, a loyal fan, out there, and his is a two-parter. Yeah. So he wants to know what too much sex is. Is that such a thing? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think there is such a thing as too much sex. You know, it's like I say, everybody's a freak. You just got to find somebody to bring out the freak in you. There's no such thing as too much sex. If you're with a partner who is willing and open enough to get it on with you at any time. A lot of people say, oh, well, I'm told I have I want sex too much. Well, what might be once a week for you might be too much for somebody else. May not be enough for someone else. We're not cookie cutter. Not at all. What do you think about too much sex? Every hour on the hour? Sounds good to me. Sign me up. Literally. Okay. Uh- <laughs> There's a thing called too much work. I agree, because it, 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 <laughs> it interferes with all the sex we should be having. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't think of it as too much sex. Now, let me ask you, and you can message me. You can message me tonight or in the morning. What does your partner want? You know, you need to have that open communication about what each other, you know, what you as individuals want and what you consider too much sex. So with on that note, he's asking what is too much masturbation again? Um, no, I don't think there is no? too much. I mean, if you're, uh, if you're married, there's called too much masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes back to the too much sex. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people want to say that there's a number for everything, and there isn't. It, we're not cookie cutter. There's, It's not written in stone anywhere that, you know, you should be rubbing one out once or twice a day 
only because there's some people who, you know, if the wind blows, you know, their nipples get hard. I'm not going to say any more on that. Um, no comment on that. But, you know, guys, too, the wind blows. It gets hard. It gets hard. The sheet rubs up against it. gets hard. So open communication with your partner and ask them, you know, do you mind? We talked about this a bit in the past. Do you mind? Okay, you're not wanting it tonight. So does it bother? Because some women take offense to it, which, you know, they think that perhaps he's fantasizing about somebody else or... And there's a problem with that? Well, some people think that's a form of infidelity. Mm, I disagree. Maybe it's a turn on. Yeah. I mean... Do you find it not erotic to watch your man sit there in the shower? and? Uh, I, I want to watch. I want him, if I'm asleep and his cock gets hard in the middle of the night, he better wake me up either to suck it, to sit on it, or to watch it. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I Sign like me it. Up <laughs> so. God, I'm hard right now. <laughs> Take my pants off. It's a little warm in here, y'all. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> um, Only one thing soft in this family, and that's uh, my body. <laughs> and everything in between is hard. <laughs> Focus. Focus. We have. <laughs> we have 15 minutes to go. <laughs> so. I think it's it is a huge turn on, and not even if he wants me to engage, but to just watch him because I'm very much a voyeur. I very much like to watch, and so I want to watch my man. You know, I want him to do it every once in a while on his own, and I want to watch. Or either I want him to call me in the car on his way home because he he's hard as a rock. What I want to be part of that, even if he is thinking about whoever else he's thinking about, you know, I, I mean, it's not infidelity. Everybody okay. has their, look at it this way. You can go into a fine restaurant, you can open that menu and you can look at that menu. Doesn't mean you have to buy, but you can sure get turned on by it. I know. Talking about steak. I love to watch a man rub his meat and put it on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pick it up. <laughs> We're going to stick it in the oven and let it brew for a little while. Damn it. I need a drink. <laughs> Which I'm having a Jack and Coke minus the Jack. So, um, again, open communication. And it's quite a turn on for a couple to discuss that. Don't you agree? Don't you want to talk about that? Oh, hell yeah. And I don't think there's anything for, you know, a couple, man, wife, uh, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, to have open communication about their erotic desires or what they fantasize about. Absolutely. You want to have that communication because what you're thinking about may turn your partner on. Exactly. And that's part of that communication and that bond is I want to know what turns you on. It may not be, you know, something that I may particularly be fond of at the moment, but seeing how aroused it makes you, that is what turns me on is seeing you so aroused. So <laughs> people want to know what your name is. Well, 
My name is Cash. <laughs> you heard it. Have people messaging me. Who is that? Cash is the name and money is the game. There you go. Or it's Crash in your dash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, open communication, bottom line. Next question was from... Cleaning the plumbing. <laughs> Next question is from a couple. And they are writing to me, telling me that they have a very wonderful sex life. They can't complain. They're into new and exotic things. She wants to see him with another man. All right. And she wants him. She wants to be part of a threesome with him, and she wants she, she wants to see them interact together. Not her be the center of attention, but him be the center of attention. Okay. So, what role is she expecting him to play? He is going to be the buffet that they both feed off of. All right. So, is this? Total openness. Yeah, whatever. And she wants to see the whole, you know, the penetration, the kissing, the whole making out. She wants to watch them, and she wants to be them. Just like guys want to see the two girls make out, she wants to be that person that watches her husband with another guy and then join in later. Okay, so I think probably the listeners start to think about this for a second and go, well, does that make me gay? Exactly. And that's okay. what he wants to know. He's, he wants to do anything he can for his wife. Doesn't make him gay. Sex is sex. It doesn't matter exactly. where you get it. Exactly. It doesn't make you any less of a man. doesn't make you any more of a man to feel erotic affection. Amen and hallelujah. So, <clears throat> you know, I don't a lot of guys uh, out there go, well, that's uh, exit only. Well, you're missing out on a lot of actual kind of erotic and sensory glands that you'll never, ever, ever feel. Exactly. Now, he is willing to try a toy, but he doesn't know about a man because he's thinking – what is everybody going to think? What is everybody going to think? Nothing, because what is going on behind your door stays behind your door. I don't know why people always think, what is everybody going to think? What are you going to do, put it on Facebook like everybody else in the whole wide world? No, Mabel, don't do it. Uh, you're going to put it on sex, too. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that. The human body, in any shape, form, fashion, size, color, whatever, is a work of art. And to see those bodies in action, however many, whatever, is beautiful. And it's quite erotic. Sexual, and I tell you what, if you were to blindfold, and I, and I have been around this, if you blindfold people and you're kissing on them and you're touching them, their their body is going to react. Absolutely. Their yeah. body is going to react. And you're not going to know if it's a man or a woman. And then what? I can't remember what movie that was. And the guy was getting a massage. No, it was Seinfeld. 
Seinfeld. What's the little short dude's name? <laughs> yeah. George? Yes, George. George. Did they get a massage or something? Right. And he's like, did it move? I think it moved. I don't know. What does that mean? If it moved. What? The- <laughs> he's going to massage my guy. Yeah. He thought he was gay at that time. Oh, my God. You know, it's there are a lot of men out there that find it highly pleasurable to use a toy. And because they get that sexual stimulation on that sacred spot, the male G-spot. I'm doing air quotes here, y'all. The male G-spot, which is that prostate. And they feel that sensation on the outside when the girl, you know, when his partner is pressing gently on it, using her tongue or her hand or her fingers or whatever the case might be. And he starts to feel that. And sometimes, you know, they want to explore and see what it feels like from the inside. And he starts, they start slow. That's a whole other, other, other show. But, you know, all I can tell you to do is try it and have your safe word. If it doesn't feel right, then say no. Stop. We're not doing this. And... It's okay. I Safe sex, consensual sex is always the best. And if you tried it and you didn't like it, you didn't like it. Move on. Try Move something on. Else. Try something else. Then focus on her, you know, and go on. Or tell them politely, okay, this isn't what I want. Bye, Felicia. And go on. So it doesn't make it gay. It makes you a human being who is brimming with sexual energy. Explore. You might just like it, darling. Come on, Eileen. Try it out. Okay. So, we're still in masturbation month. So, you know, we talked a little about masturbation. What's your thoughts on masturbation? It feels good. It feels better if somebody's doing it. Oh, hell yes. It does. Nothing the the soft hand and the warm lips Uh and the wet tongue. Uh-huh. Wrapping uh-huh. around your manhood, you stroking go. you. There you go. Bring you to that point and then releasing you. Uh huh. And then bring it to you again. Yeah, I'm not even getting you to that release, but taking you to the edge and then making you beg at the end there. Uh huh. Okay. I'm wet already. <laughs> Ladies, y'all should see this man. He's awfully dirty. He's awfully gorgeous. And I get to sit right next to him. So, okay, let's continue on because i got a lot of things that I want to talk about. So I was talking about, you know, my lipstick thing. And it's not a fetish. I don't have to always have my lipstick smeared on some because I don't always carry this lipstick. Sometimes, you know, I'm totally rocking that pasty pale Latina with the lip gloss and not the whore red lips. But every once in a while, that part of me comes out. Maybe later. I don't know. We'll see. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, turn on. Neck biting. And I don't know how many times I posted on Facebook, you know, you bite my neck. I'm not responsible for what happens next. Good thoughts? Erotic zones. Mm-hmm. Small of the back. Kissing the belly. Mm-hmm. Gently breathing on the cock. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, so, <clears throat> that is for you. Oh, goodness gracious. Let's see. Turn-ons would be uh, a woman that is absolutely open and secure about anything in all of her surroundings is a turn-on. Example. Able to, let's see, know exactly what she wants, determined to get what she wants, and not afraid to rip your clothes off to get to it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Being able to undress me with her eyes and whisper in my ear, nibble on my earlobe. Those are very sensitive for you, aren't oh, they? Oh, yes, they are. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Being able to do this, let's mm-hmm. say you're at a party. She walks up. She's feeling a little bit uh, amorous. Walks up, kisses you on the ear, and say, will you join me in the bathroom? Next thing you know, you got her bent over the counter and just pounding her from behind. Yeah. There you go. Is there anything wrong with that? Absolutely not. Especially when there's 20 people waiting in line to get to that bathroom. You know, as long as you're two consenting adults, I think anything goes as long um, as long as you're willing to explore with each other. That's the whole thing is that connection. Absolutely. And that willingness to be open with each other and say, you know what? It sounded like a good idea at first, but no, I'm not feeling it. Let's just go home and do it. Well, you know, it's sometimes being able to be open and explore, let's say maybe the not so common places can bring your connection to a higher level. Mm -hmm. Sex in the car. Yeah. Sex on a park bench. No. At a Depeche Mode concert. Exactly. (laughs) That's always been my fantasy. You never know. September's coming. I'm just saying. Well, there's two seats, one next to me and one on top of me. (laughs) Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Maybe uh, wearing a short skirt with no panties and That's how making yourself available. There you go. That's part of the whole, <clears throat> I don't want to say cat and mouse type of thing, but, you know, you don't have to tell. He should, you should already have that, that open connection with each other that you, he, he's going to pick up on what, oh, well, she's wearing that, that skirt. I'm pretty sure she's not wearing anything. I know she's totally into where we're at, you know, it's, it's stuff like that to where you have that openness with each other and you don't even have to explain it. Don't be afraid of public displays of affection. No. That heightens the relationship. It heightens your sexes. It heightens everything about you. Don't think inside the box sometimes. Right. Be open. She's sitting at the bar. You walk up behind her. You know she's wearing a short skirt and no panties. You reach around. You hug her from behind. There you go. Your legs fall, your your hand flows up her thigh and 
well, she's wet. What are you going to do? You either take her home or you go outside. You know? So, would you consider that a fetish? Is that something you have to have? Because, you know, a fetish is something that, you know, people see it a little differently. A fetish, they consider it sometimes as a turn-on. Some people say that fetishes are something that you, it's a sexual aid that you, in order to reach climax, you have to have this particular inanimate object, person, feeling, emotion, sensation, whatever. Yes and no. I mean, think about this for a second. Why don't you discuss your fetishes, discuss your fetishes with your partner and see what your partner's fetishes are. Be open, communication, and don't judge each other upon each other's fetishes. Mm Mm-hmm. Those fetishes may be your desires or could be your fantasies. Mm-hmm. Live them. Life's too short. I say explore the open. Yes. Okay. What else do we have here? Um, another thing that I think is really hot and is a hot turn on for me is a man that wears sandals and flip-flops. Butter's my biscuit right there. What the hell? <laughs> what do you have on? Oh my! <laughs> okay, <Thank> next. <laughs> a little hot oil and mm-hmm. a little rubbing. We're gonna have a good time. <laughs> I'm gonna need my inhaler here pretty soon. <laughs> it's not so much that I have a foot thing; it's just that I. A guy that can wear flip-flops is just hot, or even go barefoot. Some about a man in jeans and barefoot. Y'all saw Fifty Shades of Grey? You saw when he walked into the red room or whatever it was? And uh, uh, Yeah, okay. Give guys a pointer out there. Don't be afraid to get a pedicure. That's a turn-on for women. Yeah, yeah, that is. Okay, we talked about neck biting and my lipstick and man and flip-flops. Oh, this is something that is really starting to trend. Dogging. Have you ever heard of dogging? Huh. If I bend you over, we're going to dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Where is that pounding? <laughs> <clears throat> okay. That's another, that's after show. (laughs) (laughs) So dogging. Okay, you've heard of that whole go into the middle of the mall, somebody stands up and starts singing, and then everybody else starts joining in. Yes. What's that called? Anyway, that's what it's, that's, this is what, this is kind of sort of what it's like. And it is this new trend where it's like the underground of whatever that is. You go to very secure places out in the middle of nowhere. And there are these groups that it's a mass text that goes out and it's like, okay, we're going to be at such and such place. And there's a couple there that starts to have sex and people start, it's like a huge orgy. People just, people just show up. And I've done a couple of those. I didn't know what that was called. You just showed up? Just showed up. Did you get the text message and everything else? I got a phone call. Okay. Well, this is called dogging. 
and you sign up in these groups, these private groups, and somebody says, okay, seven o'clock, we're going to be at such and such place at the junkyard, and uh, flash mob, thank you, Melissa, flash mob. There you go. All right. (laughs) This is like the flash mob of sex, and you just show up, and... Get naked? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And people either come to watch and jack off or rub it out, or they join in, and it becomes either one giant orgy with a crowd, and everybody's just all over each other, and it's timed. It's like, okay, we're going to be here for 30 minutes, and we got to go. So it kind of is a cool idea, I suppose. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, 30 minutes. Hurry, let's do this. But I think the energy yeah. is going to be so insane and so intense that you You're know loaded before you get there. Exactly. You know, it, can you imagine the insane energy that's there, though? Oh yes. I mean, I did a class this past weekend, and you know, although I was I was facilitating on um, what the couples were wanting. The energy in that room was so insane, was so intense. I mean, my, I was tingling all over. And the realization of, fuck, I'm single. I'm going to pick up some Wendy's and I'm going home to my dog. Well, damn it. <laughs> but. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> energy I can just imagine what that energy is like at such a thing so I started googling here in Houston dogging there's a couple of groups that I'm like oh research <laughs> I think <laughs> we need some hands on I, I, I think we should check it out and see what's going Absolutely. on don't Re- be afraid purely research you know research so dogging yeah what else do we have? Oh, here's another one that I think I was going to confess it, and I said I was, and I will. Sploshing. Sploshing? Mm-hmm. Do tell. Sploshing has a few different... It's, it's Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And sploshing, the definition of sploshing is, again, in the eye of the beholder. There are some people who say splashing is sitting. All right. I don't know that I necessarily want to sit in it just to get off. That's not my thing. Splashing for others is having food thrown at them. And Do I get to eat it? Well, some people don't want to eat it. They just want to splash it on their partner because that will give them that insane erotic feeling and then they masturbate after it. I want to take it one step further. I want you to put it on me, smear it on me, and let's have sex with it. That's why I said ice cream, chocolate, and jelly. I went to a restaurant today and they had a dessert called the Chocolate Explosion. I mean, I got hard off of that. Naked cupcakes. Naked cupcakes. I love naked cupcakes and chocolate naked cupcakes. And hopefully next week I will have them. And speaking of chocolate naked cupcakes, next week, y'all know I do 
um, my morning call-in on Wednesdays with the morning mayhem. So James Rabio and his lovely counterpart, Alicia, are going to be here from the morning mayhem in Morning Mayhem meets Front Porch Sex Talk. And she is so awesome. She bakes the most amazing cupcakes. And for my birthday, she made me some naked chocolate cupcakes. What's a naked cupcake? No icing. I don't like the icing. Just give me the cupcake. Fuck the icing. Or I'll save it for later to smear it on, you know. Oh, my God, yes. A very hard love wand and lick it off later. Okay. Have fun with food. Exactly, and that's to me. That's what splashing is: is the throwing of food upon a body. But I don't want you to throw it on me. Just dr- pour it on me, and then bodies. It's like oil, you know, like body oil, except it's banana pudding. How about paint your partner? That's a good one too. There is, and speaking of painting your partner, there are, you know, people have this whole latex fetish. I'm allergic to latex, so that will never work. But they paint. There is latex that you can paint on your partner. Yes. I actually went to. Did you do this? I did this. Did hell. I went to a nudist. Oh. Convention. I'm listening. And they uh, actually broke off into sections and groups of people. And everybody got to paint each other. And then we got to judge each other. So being creative, whether it's latex or some sort of body paint, that within itself is extraordinarily erotic. Mm -hmm. The latex thing is very sexy. Having it painted on your body and having people touch you all over, that is an incredible euphoria. It brings you to a whole different level. And no, not actually, you can keep yourself calm during that whole deal because you're being touched in places that absolutely feel amazing. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to another girl, and she was the one telling me about the paintable latex. And she kept telling them, just paint my nipples, just paint my nipples, because the sensation of it being pulled off of her nipples was, she went into instant orgasm. I'm like, wow. We're going to have to figure something out for me because I'm allergic to latex. And it wouldn't be cute for me to die in the middle of having an orgasm with that. So I'll have to figure something else out. So There is wax. Yeah. Wax will do. Yeah. Wax. The wax is nice. Wax is be, nice. Be careful with wax. It's a little hot. It's a little hot at first. Yes. It can leave marks. Um, so, yeah. Splashing. I, I think I would like to try that. That's what I was talking about earlier is if I had a partner who was open enough that would sit there, you know, jello, you know, we're sitting in a vat of jello and chocolate and, you know, it's like, I can only imagine, you know, just, yeah, the sensations of that cold food on you and the penetration and everything and, okay, yeah, (laughs) it's warm in here. Okay. Kind of like stepping on grapes in a big barrel. And yes, and, and I did that. Isn't that just? I've done that before. That was. It's almost uh, orgasmic. It was, it was, and yeah, I can't even explain the sensation of squishing grapes between your toes. That was insane. Um. 
<laughs> Talk about the latex saran wrap. People are into saran wrap. It gets a little hot. A little, a little warm, yeah. Yeah, a little warm. That brings up bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, Trust your partner. Yes. Um, to have that, you know, people think that to be a submissive, you're not in control, but really and truly, you are in control because you tell them when to stop and when to go because it's also, they have to obey by your safe word. Absolutely. Okay, I'll bring a question to the guys out <clears throat> there and hopefully you'll respond. I am sure a lot of the guys out there have jobs that, let's say, are very demanding. So you are, let's say, you could be a CEO, a manager, or whatever you are in that job. You're at the top. So therefore, all day, you're having to be that dominant person at your job. How many guys want to come home and allow their partner and want their partner to be dominating them, but yet too afraid to allow that to happen. Is that a fetish for you? Is that something that you want and have yet to discuss with your partner? I think a lot of men, and that's why it goes underground and they consider it a very taboo thing because they don't want to be that person in front of their significant other. They're the man. Okay. Absolutely. I've got a very demanding job. I don't mind my partner being that dominant person at home. Not saying that they always have to be that because you have to, you're the man, you have to be dominant. You make decisions and that's okay. But every now and then you want to just let go and let your partner have what she wants and desires of you to let you release all your control under her hand. Yeah. Absolutely. Color me pink and slap my butt. That sounds right. That sounds delicious. And again, it's calling the shots, basically. Being a submissive, you're basically calling the shots. You're saying when is enough. Harder. Yes, please. You know, when to stop, when to go. And there are some people who want to be the submissive on their own terms. Well, absolutely. And it's okay to switch. Mm-hmm. I know when to be submissive and I know when to be dominant and that's in all aspects of my life because I do want to have a partner that's going to just take me and I don't have to explain it. They just push me up against the door, whatever, concert and case, you know, case and point. I've already voiced my fantasy. Make it happen without me telling you again, you know. And so it's, I I like that because I have a very demanding job as well. And for once, you just don't want to think. You just want somebody to just take Take, over. Take control. Take over, take control and do, and, and not have their way with you because it's not really them having their way with you. It's please knowing what you want and them doing it. It's mutual affection. Yes, it is. Again, we go back to that open line of communication. It's like I tell people, talk about that before you go into the bedroom. Because once you get into that bedroom, it is sacred space. that You've already had your discussion outside. When you're in your sacred space, that is where the sex 
magic happens. No ifs, ands, or buts. There should not be any children's toys in there. There should not be... Well, unless you're going to use them for other purposes. Well, children's toys? <laughs> you're going to have to come back for that other show. All right. <laughs> That's a whole other show. <laughs> okay, cucumber's okay. Bring that in the bedroom. Well, you know, one of my golden girls used a squeaky dog toy because she thought it was her sex toy. And she was like, what the hell is that noise? It's squeaking. It was a dog toy. She grabbed the wrong toy. The question and, is, was the dog going to fetch? <laughs> and, you know, tonight was supposed to be the Golden Girls, and I'm really, really sad that they're not with me tonight. And they'll be back. One is in Alaska, and the other three had some medical issues going on with their asthma and whatnot. So I'm sending lots of love and light and sexy vibes out to them because those ladies rock and anybody that has listened to the golden girls you know they break the internet they fucking break the internet i mean the phone lines are going off the chart and speaking of which i'm surprised nobody's called in the phone lines are open at 646-668-2164 i'm getting a lot of messages so let me see who's brave enough to call in don't be a douche star dwatsicle, though. I've had Come enough on, of Come on, guys. Open up. <laughs> Tell us your desires, your wants. Tell <laughs> us what you want your wife to do. Yeah. Or girlfriend or Our partners. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be shy because, you know, around here, this ain't your mom's talk. Okay. So, what else do we have? Um, breast milk. I have had several guys message me. And ask me if it was weird that they find their partner's breast milk sexy. I mean, to the point. Hell no. To the Drink point, up. That's a meal within itself at night, baby. <laughs> to the point that even after they are finished breastfeeding, when a child has grown, <laughs> you know, and they've passed that point, they're weaned off. You know, he's, you know. But I was never weaned off. That's right, because you're, you're a lesbian, aren't you? Oh, yeah. A man's <laughs> body, baby. I kept my first ex-wife for about two and a half years like that. <laughs> I think she hated me. <laughs> well, there was one guy that has messaged me in the past, and he said he can't have an, he cannot reach climax without without having that. So his wife has devised little suction cups that have liquid in them for him because he needs that. He needs that to have to, to reach orgasm. Interesting. I mean, but there's probably more guys out there than you know. Uh-huh. There's nothing more erotic than suppling a woman's nipple and feeling a warm liquid embrace your tongue and your mouth. <clears throat> and as you suck, you feel it spray inside. I know there's guys out there thinking, what in the actual hell? I'm sure we'll get a lot of people from La Leche League or something. (laughs) It's a fetish. There are people, again, that have to have certain things to get sexually aroused or to reach climax. I don't judge. Do you judge? Hell no. I don't judge. I'm always judged. Embrace judge. your desires and wants. I don't wear Needs. my I don't wear the judgy McJudgy pants. Okay. 
Um, dogs. I saw something the other day where a guy dressed his girlfriend up as a life-size doll. I've seen this. She, she laid on the bed, and she's surrounded by other dolls, and he walks in, and he is talking to all these dolls, and he's like, oh, hey, you're a pretty doll. And he starts to fondle her and, you know, kiss on her and everything else, and she's laying there. Not moving. I'm sorry. If you're touching me the way he was touching her, there is no way in hell that I'm going to be able to lay as still as she was. And I'm like, wow. But it's quite a popular thing called dollification. And that, you know, I guess is whatever floats your boat. I, like I, the don't, I don't. I don't think that that I that I'd be against it, but I don't know that it would be a consistent fetish for me. Would it be an occasional fetish, maybe? Absolutely. But I like the interaction. I know that's and what I'm Energy bond between two people, not somebody laying there like a starfish corpse. I call them starfish. I don't. Uh, starfish. Yeah. I mean. I want. I want to know. I want to hear you. That to me. Huge turn on. I want to hear the moans. I want to hear the sighs. I want to feel your body moving because I'm giving you that pleasure. The throbbing energy? Yes. Pulsation? Yes. I want to know that I am in my goddess mode and I am giving you all of that pleasure. And by feeling that energy from you and hearing those, I'm sorry, ladies. And I know there are plenty out there that will agree the sexiest thing a man can do. The sexiest sound are his moans. I know guys guys like to hear their woman moan. They like quiet. I dated a guy one time who was he he wanted quiet. Don't What's make a sound. <clears throat> I'm a moaner. Scream. I'm a Moan. screamer. I could not just get your ecstasy on. Yeah, I couldn't just not. I couldn't just be quiet. I'm like this is not going to work for me. And we tried to compromise and, and it came down, it stemmed it down to he, when he was younger, he used to sneak girls in and he had to be very quiet. So the parents didn't find out or either he went to girlfriend's houses. And now that's as a grown man, that's all he knows is quiet sex. I'm like, oh, but baby, That's honey, you're missing wrong. out. You're missing exactly. out. So we practiced. We did some homework. And he came out of the shell a little bit, but oh, well. It didn't work out for him. He has, still has to be very quiet. That's only something a licensed psychologist can figure out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my friend. <laughs> My friend from England, when I was doing my little video earlier, he was like, one of his fetishes is that he likes to video chat while he's taking a shower. I like that. I'm in. Why not? Well, my phone would be all fucked up, though. I don't have a waterproof whatever phone. Yeah, Ziploc bags, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you know, might try that, maybe. That's something to put on the on the to do list after 
my Depeche Mode concert. Still just saying. Still just saying. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. He was like, yeah, I really like it. More power to you. You can get a whole camera and Skype thing going on and a waterproof mic, and you're done. There you go. There you go. They can do it in the movies. Why not? Um, what else? What else can you think of? I mean, there's so much more. I mean, I could talk about this forever and ever. I think ever. somebody needs to call in. Give us something I to talk know. about. Message us. Everybody's shy. I've got a lot of messages that, you know, saying this or that, but nobody wants to call in. They're lost. Everybody's shy. I don't. But everybody wants to message. You know, and that's. <clears throat> don't be afraid to hear your own voice. I know they think that somebody's going to recognize their voice or whatever. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. What's that little poke feature on Facebook? Does that mean? Well, I mean, what is that? You know, I've been trying to figure it out. I just it, it, people poke me, and you know, if it's ladies, I I'm all about poking them. Oh. Can somebody uh, determine what the poke feature is? <clears throat> Here's the thing. My good friend Southern Rebel from Honest Brutality, which you can hear on every Saturday on Rock Ridge Radio. Um, Southern Rebel, if you are out there listening, call in and talk to your sister over here. Because I'm getting a... I realized where all my pokes were. I have 2,000 pokes. Well, hell. I don't know if I should feel special or what. Because half of these people, I don't even fucking know. We're not friends. But they're just, is that like a high? Now there's somebody, somebody is sending, and she was talking about this on their show last week, too. The wave thing. You know, it's like, hey. It's like in your messages if somebody's waving at you. Well, Today, y'all know I get dick pics every damn day. I'm, I'm still going to say it. I'm not a talent scout. I don't want to see anybody's dick. I just don't. Not in pictures, at least. Not in pictures. I want it right there in front of me. So, today, there was a guy who sent me a picture of his cock. I'm not even going to say loved ones because there was nothing lovely about it. There was nothing, Yeah. And he goes, consider this my fucking wave. So I took a picture of my middle finger and I said, consider this my wave back. That's appropriate. (laughs) Absolutely. He sent me another one. He proceeded to turn around and take a picture and he said, kiss my ass. And so I was like, "Mm." Uh, he didn't, he, he, he couldn't deserve the pleasure of that. I said, well, you know what? I think that it's, going to be appropriate for me to put that on every bit of social media that I have so that everybody can see how wonderful you are and how thoughtful you are that you want me to kiss your ass. Yeah, he blocked me after that. As he should. Yeah. So, boys and girls, there's a whole lot more to, if all you've got to do, got going for yourself is a picture of your dick, your cock, your lingo. I can't even call it lingam because you don't have enough respect for yourself. Word of advice, don't send unsolicited dick dick dick. pics unless asked. Yeah, I want to see a picture of a man's face. That right there is highly erotic for me. I want to see his smile. I want to see his eyes. 
We had that discussion, didn't we? Absolutely. We did. Yeah, and you sent me a picture of your face. I did. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely delicious. The erotic smile. Yes, it was. And that means more than a picture of somebody's junk. Because at that point, it is junk. There's nothing that I want to see. Because if you're so open to send it to across social media, then you actually have... Because, you know, I, I teach Tantra, and it's it's very sacred to me, the yoni, the lingam. And it's something that is to be honored in that lingam massage. It's a very sacred ritual. And when I am in a Tantra session... Have you ever had a tantra session? Hmm. Matter of fact, I have. And what did you think about that? It was the most erotic, pleasurable experience I've ever had in my life. And would you do it again? I'm ready right now. Okay. <laughs> you got to pardon me while I get undressed. <laughs> so, I take it very seriously when I am in that mode and, and and participating in those rituals because that is you're open to you're opening yourself to the deepest channels of love. And when you're disrespecting yourself enough to send that to a complete stranger, there's nothing there's nothing sacred about that. Nothing sacred at all. So don't do it. Don't do it, Mabel. Don't do it. All right. So I guess, you know, we're down to the last five minutes. That went fast. I know, right? Time flies when you have having And no fun. calls, really? No hello? See, it's because a guy is on every time it's when I have guys on. Are you people. afraid? Are you scared? Come on, guys. People, guys, you know, get a little spooked. But when it's just me and the girls, we get those guys that call in that. Yeah, bless their little hearts. And no women tonight? They're all messaging me. Goodness gracious, give me a really good question. <laughs> I mean, something that's at least going to turn me on. So, <clears throat> tell us more. What you, you seem like you're very open, actually. Yes. And um, is there any limits or boundaries for you? What, would, what will you not do? Let me just put that. Let me put it out there like that. Wow, let's see. Extreme pain, not into the nasty stuff. Like what? what Sloshing? Uh, <laughs> splash. No pee or <clears throat> other stuff. That is called water sports. Yeah, we don't do water sports or scat. Um, I saw something the other day, because <laughs> I was preparing for the show, about water sports. And... I don't think I can bring myself to that. I'm not putting anybody down that is totally into that. Just not my cup of tea. But, you, you know, urine is actually 95% water. It's very sterile. As it is. It is. And in extreme cases, people that have been in survival mode, lost in the middle of wherever, have had to resort to drinking their own urine to stay hydrated. Through a filtration filtration process, absolutely. Um, and then that's five percent electrolytes. It's very it, it's okay to drink. 
I don't think I could do it. And that's how they actually tested for diabetes at one point, tasting the urine. If it was sweet, then you were diabetic. If you have to do this, guys, bring a tampon along so it filters it. (laughs) (laughs) So water sports is, you know, there was a couple that was kneeling down and they were making out and there was people surrounding them and they were. (sighs) Yeah, that's just not a filter for me. I'm sorry. I I just just, don't think I could. No. But yet a guy will want the woman he's with to squirt on him. That's a whole different. How is it different? Uh, the chemical makeup of the expulsion. What if you didn't know the difference? Oh, I can definitely tell, taste, and smell the difference. Okay, but you know there's some guys that don't even know that there's three fucking holes down there. Yes, there are. Yeah. I like to explore all, personally. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, they're... And that's a whole other fetish, too, is the whole, I don't like the word squirting. Don't. It's called the flow of Amritas. Again, it's very sacred in Tantra. Amritas. So, yeah, it's that very, it's that, that goddess nectar. Oh, I like that. Nectar. Goddess, goddess nectar. The sweetness. <laughs> so, I just don't think I could bring myself to the whole golden shower water sport thing. But to those out there who participate in that, by all means, go ahead. So I'm down to the last almost minute and a half. I do have some shout outs. So you guys know I did my boudoir photo shoot. I drove all the way to New Mexico on the last supermoon back in November and froze my ass and my nipples off up in in, uh, white sands. You know, I am the moon goddess. And Trisha is an amazing, amazing boudoir photographer. So anybody, and she's really travel. I'm actually trying to bring her down here to one of my goddess retreats. So if you're interested or if you're in that area or you have something that she is willing to travel to, check her out at T's Boudoir or or T's Boudoir Photography 3. Dot com. She is so talented and thinks outside the box. Not like the typical fireman outfit, you know, white shirt type of thing. I mean, she really steps outside the box with it. So you want to definitely check her out. Also, check out my friends on Honest Brutality every Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern on RockRageRadio.com. Those guys are amazing. They are hilarious. And Southern Rebel, I'm calling you out, sister. Come sit on the front porch with me. And Evil Eric, come on. I'm waiting for y'all. Um, and you can hear me every Wednesday morning calling in to give sexy on the Morning Mayhem on ExtremeAlchemyRadio.com. Thank you so much, Cash, for having fun with me. On the it was my porch. pleasure. So from my front porch... Y'all, I love y'all with all of my butt because it's bigger than my heart. Until next week, peace.